Project Taryag Day 29, Mitzvah Kuf Ayin Base, and that is the Mitzvah of Nagoyim, which means Tarat, which applies to clothing. The Torah says that a clothing can also get Tarat, and the Torah then defines what a person has to do with those clothing, and what the coin does when he finds, when someone comes to him to ask about marks and clothing which will indicate Tarat. Tarat is only clothing which is made out of wool or linen. Tamar or Pishtim can beget Tzaras. The shear of Tzaras is a grease, like we said, a bean, the same as by a person. Except the difference over here is that the colors which will make that in Tzaras are either a deep green or a deep red. Irakrak or Adamdam. And the halach is that if the size of the Tzaras would spread, which is called Pishyon, then the beggar is considered completely in, uh, infected with Tzaras. The Gemara discusses if the initial marker was, or the initial stain of Tzaras was red and it spread green or the in reverse. And all Canaan can become Tommy with Tzaras, not just clothing a person wears. The Gemara gives examples of the sale of the ship or the Parechas of Aaron Kodesh or craft used by the cipher are uh, all material of all linen and therefore they can become Tommy with Tzaras. The reason for the mitzvah, says the Chinuch, the Rakhodesh Baruch wants to give a person rebuke for that that they've done wrong because the fact that Tzaras comes to clothing is something supernatural and when Hashem sends a makkah like this to a person his clothing becomes Tomei, that's a sign for a person Hashem is trying to teach him. And the reason why the halacha applies specifically to wool and linen were those were the primary materials used for making clothing. And this was a warning stage. That way a person could do tshuva before the tzaras went to the next step and infected the person's body. It applies to men and women, and if a person doesn't keep the halacha of the tzaras of clothing, his mevatal dismisses as Mitzvah Kuf Ayin Gimel That is the process of the Tyra that a Mitzvah needs. And the process is as follows. When the Kohen sees that the area of the Tzaras has, has disappeared or become less bright and therefore it's no longer in the category of a Neger, so he has to take a pitcher which he fills with water What's called a release of water, which is Mayim Chaim, which means it comes from a natural spring or natural river. The Shir of a release, Rabbanda said. As well as that, the Torah says he has to take two birds, which are wild birds, Tipodrodahiris, which are a kosher species of birds. As well as that, he has to take uh, three more things, and that is an eight eras, wood from a cedar tree which hasn't been peeled and still has the bark on it, an Aza, which is a reed. Any reed which doesn't have a second name of a specific type of reed would be acceptable. And Shnita Dice is a red string. This the weight of a shekel. And what he would do is he would shech the one bird over the water nekticharis. And he would squeeze out its blood until it colored the water the color of blood. Then he would, Chazal tell us, he would bury that bird in the ground. Then he would take the Eight errors a stick, together with the reed 
and he would tie them together with the string of, of shiny of red string and then he would take them together with the live bird and he would dip them which means the three species as well as the tail and the wings of the live bird into the water which had been colored with the blood of the dead bird and he sprinkles it seven times on the hand of the Mitzayra, if we're talking about the terrace of a person. And then he would let the free bird go towards the uninhabited fields, not towards the city or not towards the sea. The Pasuk says, Apneasada, over the fields. After that, he would shave all the hair of the coin's body. Any visible hair on the body would need to be shaved. However, hair in a concealed place, like, for example, inside the nose, doesn't need to be shaved. After that, the coin, the Mitzvah could wash his clothing, would be table in the mikveh, and he's lost the status of a Mitzvah. And the dinner of a Mitzvah that he is Mitzvah any building or room that he goes into, or anything which holds up his weight, is no longer applicable to him. Also, he's allowed to go into the city, which, whereas until now he had been outside the wall. Then he will count seven more days. And after those seven days, for the duration of those seven days, he's still called the Avatuma, which means anything he carries will be Tomei. And if he touches people, they'll be Tomei as well. Sorry, the clothing he's wearing will be Tomei, and if he touches people, they'll be Tomei as well. Things he carries will not be Tomei anymore. And then he has to, after seven days, he has to wash his clothing a second time because they were Tomei that he wore them. And he gets a second tiglachas. This coin comes and shaves all the hair of his body a second time. And then he can be tovel again in the mikvah on the seventh day. And now he's like a regular full yom, which means a person who's undergone the entire process and has to wait till the end of the day in order to be able to eat meiser. And then the next day he has to bring his korbanus. And once he's done that, he's brought the korbanus, then he's fully restored to his entire status. The halach is that the dinner of the two birds and shaving the material and sprinkling the, the water on him has to be done by the day. The other things can be done at night. And to admit on the coin, who was the one who originally rendered him impure, to now pass and that he's become pure again. And whenever the dinner of Sarais would apply, so this halach, this myth of how to purify oneself from the Torah of Tzeras would apply as well. The Chinuch and the reason he tries to explain why the Torah chose these specific items in being used for the purification of the material. The reasons for three of them he finds in Chazal, who said that the reason why eight errors, the cedar tree was used because it's an extremely tall tree, and that was put together with the reed, which is one of the lowliest and smallest of the plants, to show that if a person had previously been haughty as a cedar, he should now humble himself like a reed. Nechino suggests that might be the reason for the Talaz Shani, the red string as well, even though he doesn't have a reason why it had to be red. But he said maybe the word Talaz is similar to the word the Torah uses for a worm, which is also Talaz. And if that's the case, it remains that a person should be as lowly as a worm. The reason for the birds were just as birds are constantly chattering. So the person is being shown that Avera of Lashon Hara, 
comes from idle chatter, thoughtless speech, and that was the primary reason for a person to be given saras. The reason why water was used, and indeed water is always used in Tyra, whether it's the water used here for the Matera, or the water of the Paraduma, which is used for Tumas Mace, a person who is contaminated by coming into contact with a dead person, or the regular water which every Tommy needs in order to be table himself, to immerse himself in water, says the Chinech Atarab Shat, the person who sees himself after he's been table, after he comes into water, here he's been recreated. Just like the world was covered in water, and then from that, Hashem made the, the sand, the, the land emerge, and from that he made a person. Same thing, when a person's in the state of being under the water, so he now comes out, he's like Mishadish. He comes out a new person, and his intention should be that from now on he's going to renew or change the way he acts as well. And he'll be more careful for what he does, not to be nirshal, not to be guilty of doing averes in the future. And therefore, the water that a person has to be retire himself, purify himself in, is only water attached to the ground, not water which is in some kind of utensil, because the feeling of something which was part of the world, which was renewed, and the person feels renewed, is only something which is in a natural setting. Whereas if the water would be stored in a clear, which is the result of a person's work, then a person doesn't see that same understanding where you would be terrible in such water, and therefore that wouldn't be acceptable um, to Mitari. The Chinatan suggestion, and then he finishes off Hashemia Yishma, the person accepts this reason is good, otherwise, he has no proof to force the person to accept it. Mitzvah Kufai and Dalad is this mitzvah of the Mitzvah to be shaved on the seventh day, as we said before. In the process of purifying the Mitzvah, on the seventh day, he was shaved again of all the hair in his body. The Prophet says, On the seventh day, he should shave all his hair. And he's one of the three people that the Torah says have to shave. The one was the Levim, when they were chosen for the Avoidah. The second is the Mitzvah, and the third one is the Nazir. He became Tomei. The reason for the mitzvah, the Chinuch suggests, that just like the idea of being terrible in water, is that when a person emerges from the water, he feels himself as being a new person. Same thing, when a person is shown, shorn of all his hair, so he sees himself as starting afresh. Because when a person is, so to speak, separate, but completely shorn of his hair, then he sees himself as being less attached to anything external, maybe even dirty. And therefore, he is now can re begin without any connection to what had been in the past. The Matera had to shave himself with a razor, which cuts more closely. And he has to cut all the hairs of any area in his body. If he would leave two hairs behind, then he hasn't been yet to the midst of Tiglachas. The Rambam calls the mitzvah of the Matera shaving himself as one mitzvah. And the bringing of the Korbanis, the Matera is to bring as a separate mitzvah, he says because the one is not dependent on the other. The fact that the Matera has shaved himself now purifies him from his status as a Matera, and the din of bringing the Korbanis is what allows him to eat Korbanis. But as far as his own status as not being with Tameh, causing other things to become Tameh, the 
I think Lachas is enough, and therefore it's a separate stage of the process, it's considered a separate mitzvah. Whereas by a Nazir, who also needs to shave all his hair, and then afterwards bring carbonus, the Ramam only counts it as one mitzvah, because the Yisurim which applied to a Nazir, that he wasn't allowed to drink wine, or shave, or metame to a mace, are only taken away, removed when he's brought the carbonus. And therefore, the whole thing is one process, which allows him what is forbidden to him as a Nazir, and therefore the Ramam only counts it as one mitzvah, not as two. And therefore, by the Nazir, even if it when he has, even if he's finished the time period of his Nazirus, he's not allowed to go against any of the halachas which apply to a Nazir until such time as he brings his carbonus and part of that procedure was when he used to shave and put his hair under the pot which which cooked the carbonus shami and then he'd be muttered to all the restrictions which had previously applied to him and therefore the tiglachas, the mitzvah to shave and the carbonus are all one unit. And even though a Nazir who was Tomei would also shave all his hair, and that wouldn't render him allowed to eat to eat grapes or would drink wine or metami to him, he would have to start the Nazirus again. Says the Chinuch, the shaving of a Nazir Tomei wasn't the Eka Mitzvah, it was just the Chedek of the Mitzvah of the Nazir shaving, which is primarily by a Nazir Tor. This Mitzvah applies to a Mitzvah both a man and a woman, that they have to shave all their hair whenever the thin of Tzara is applied. And if he didn't do that, besides it being a battle, the mitzvah say he remains in the status of Tameh. So Kuf Ein Hei is the mitzvah of anyone who is Tameh. So he immerses himself in a mikveh, and that's what brings him to a state of purity of Tara. And it has to be enough water that his whole body can submerge, be submerged in it once. And Chazal worked it out to be a shira of Fati Sa'ah, which is the size of an Amah, with an amma, a square of an amma, with a depth of three ammas, which is the size of a human body. And that's a shir of a mikveh. Minatayra, it doesn't make a difference if the water came from a natural source or had been poured into a, a ditch or an opening that size, would be kasha. But chachamim forbade a person to use mikveh, which water had to come into contact with any kind of vessel. And they wanted it to be only from water which had come throughout from a natural source, whether in a river or the rain. If water would be flowing from a natural source or spring or a natural river, so then one wouldn't need the Shira Fati saw As long as a person would cover himself completely in the water, he could use that to retire himself in as well. The same thing applies to Kalim, which needs to be put into a mikveh. And that is if one's using a natural source of water, it's enough that the water is sufficient to cover the kli involved. However, there are those who hold, if one wants to put them in a mikvah, the mikvah has to be fadi saw. The Ramam explains that there isn't a mitzvah on each person who's tameh to be tovel. Just like, for example, there would be a mitzvah on each person um, who has, this, has a roof to enact a barrier or a guardrail around the roof. The mitzvah is that when a person wants to become tar, he has to table in the mikvah. Whereas if a person would would want to stay in the status of being not tar, they would be allowed to do that. Even though the mesa is a benefit and advantage of people who want to be tar, because the state of tum is a certain distance from Hashem, and a person's neshama is more pure, and therefore is able to elevate itself more, 
the state of purity. Nevertheless, the Torah doesn't force the person to be Tomei. Just when he wants to become Tomei, then the Torah instructs him this is the way he has to do it. Besides what he said previously, the reason for Tyra is some form of understanding a person has been recreated. The Chinuch here adds a second point as well, and that is that the Tefillah is the remnant of the person that has to clean himself and his nefesh from any wrongdoing. Just like the tab of water, the nature of water is it cleans everything which comes into contact with it. For all the different categories of Tomei, a mikvah of stored rainwater or natural water is enough, except for a Zav. A Zav, the Potoris is clearly needs Maim Chaim, which means he needs to tovel in water which is flowing from a natural source. The Alok of Tefillah is that a person's whole body has to be in the water, and also a person's whole body has to be in contact with the water. And therefore there will be something preventing the water touching or reaching a certain part of his body, what we call a chatzitza, then the person will not be able to tovel. However, something which the water can get in between that item and his body wouldn't prevent um, him, him being able to tovel. And therefore, for example, if a person would tovel with the clothing on, as long as the clothing weren't so tight as to prevent the water seeping beneath them, the tefillah would still be yotzeh. The halach is that anyone who's chayav tefillah has to tovel in a day, and then they, in a status of what's called tefil yom, which means they've toveled that day, and, and have a less status of tumah until nightfall when they become completely tired. The exception is a nidah and yeledas, we have to tovel at night. When we say that something which prevents his body in coming to contact with the water, a chatzitza, prevents him being able to be tovel, midaraisa, it will only be something which he didn't want to be there and will cover a majority of the surface of his body. However, Midrabonan, if either one of these conditions applies, which means either something he doesn't want, even though it's only covering a small part of his body, or something which is covering a majority of his body, even if he wants it, it will also be called a chatzitza and therefore he will not be able to table in such a situation. But therefore, according to Midrabonan, if the chatzitza will only be something covering a small part of a person's body, and it's something he doesn't mind about, there shouldn't be a problem. Even though, parenthetically, the Ramah brings in Shulchan Aruch, they'll be trying to be machmer on that as well. Regarding the din of Maim Shalabim, which is Kli, a Kli which has held the water before putting it into the mikveh, a Kli is only considered a problem for Maim Shalabim if it's able to hold water, whereas if there be a sufficient hole in the Kli, then it wouldn't it lose its status as a clee. And if that's the case, the water which would have been seriously transported into the mikvah from it would not be asked to use. Same thing if a person wants to put a pipe on the ground, there's a difference if it was first made as a pipe and then after it's attached to the ground, or a person made it on the ground itself, in which case it's considered attached to the ground and not considered a clee in its own right. And that is a mikvah which does not yet have the minimum requirements of a mikvah which is poly sa'ah. If water, three legum of water of shavim would fall into such a mikvah, they would make it possible. There has to be specifically water. If other liquids would fall into the mikvah, then this halakha would not apply. They would not make the mikvah possible. But if sufficient quantity would fall in, that it would change the color of the water of the mikvah, then it would make it possible as well. For the person going to the mikveh, in order to prevent them having a chatzitza, which would render the immersion invalid, 
with the rights to have to check their body to make sure they don't have any chatzitzas. As Rasef made a further takana, and that is that a person going to look as to wash their hair and comb it afterwards to make sure that there's no knots in the hair because a knot in the hair, if it's tight enough, will also be a chatzitza because it prevents the water getting underneath it. And when it's practical today, for ladies who want to go to the mikveh, they have a mikveh themselves to wash their whole body in hot water first as a way of making sure there'd be no chatzitza stuck to their skin. Similarly, to make sure there's no chatzitza, the person has to clean her teeth because things stuck between the teeth can also present a chatzitza. Um, as a person can't have any rings or other jewelry which is too tightly held onto the skin or anything in a person's hair which would be tied to the hair. All these things would be a chatzitza. Same thing, she should check her hands and nails because anything sticky which leaves a residue on her skin or under her nail, such as dough or something or something like that, could also be a chatzitza. And not too much time should pass between when she's finished checking herself and being terrible because in that time space it would be possible for other things which are chatzitzas to stick to her. This mitzvah of being terrible applies in any time and place, both the men and the ladies. When there's a mitzvah on them to become tar, then the way to do so is going to a mikvah. And making sure there's no chatzitzas or anything else which will render the tefillah invalid. But, as we saw, a person, if they would want to remain tumma, can do so, as long as they don't come to Besa Mikdash or eat Kachim. And therefore, Bizman Azeh, today, when the people are in a state of tumma, there's no possibility of eating Kachim or going to Besa Mikdash anyway. But when there was such a possibility, and then the person would be Mukhayyab to purify himself in order to do that. And if he wouldn't retire himself, he wouldn't purify himself, then he'd be a battle as Mitzvah Sase.